Welcome to episode eight of the Optometrist Business School podcast. So this show is called the Optometrist Ritual. And I'm going to be asking you, what does Benjamin Franklin, Muhammad Ali, Oprah Winfrey, and Albert Einstein all have in common that is paramount to the success of your optometry practice? Well, it's all coming up on this week's show. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Optometrist Business School podcast with John Prowse. As an optometrist himself and with a highly successful private cash-based practice in the UK, this show is dedicated to helping great optometrists become profitable business owners. Thanks for joining and now let the class begin. Okay, welcome everyone to the show uh, today it's going to be interesting because we're doing a slightly different podcast show. The previous seven have all been focused on marketing strategies. We're having a little break from the marketing and we're doing something a little bit different, but please, it's very, very important to your marketing success. So, so far I've been for a run because today it's a very beautiful day in England, which is rare. The sun is shining. It's about 23 degrees Celsius, which is about 70 three degrees Fahrenheit. It's the first time I've been able to wear shorts and t-shirt and not be freezing cold. So I'm all energized. I'm ready to go. Let's get down to business. So what does Benjamin Franklin, Muhammad Ali, Oprah Winfrey and Albert Einstein all have in common? Well, they have all documented in one way or another about the importance of having a morning ritual and being an early riser. Now, if you're a night owl, I would suggest trying to switch tactics to being an early riser. Now, you might just think it's not possible. It's not genetically possible. You were programmed to be a night owl. And that's exactly how I was. Uh, even back in the student days, I would burn the midnight oil. I struggled to get out of bed. Now, I wasn't lazy. Once I was out of bed, I would work. I often worked late into the night. But Switching tactics, trying to be, uh, become uh, more of a morning person is very, very powerful and it sets you up for the day. And we're going to be talking about the benefits of it and how it can improve your practice. So please don't underestimate the power of this podcast. Okay, we're, we're, we're switching from marketing strategies to this, this strategy today uh, and it's just as important. So let's let's talk about the steps. So we're not talking about you know getting up at daft o'clock about crazy you know three o'clock four o'clock in the morning but i would suggest just trying to get up around one hour before what you normally do now okay because everything we're going to talk about it, it would only take around about one hour uh, and in fact once we've gone through the steps you can modify them and you can squeeze all this in to about 20 minutes but i would i would try and get up around one hour before if you're going to do this properly so the first big takeaway message is do not hit the snooze button. So as soon as the alarm goes off, do not hit the snooze button. And now I'll tell you why. Because that sets up a really bad life habit. What you're doing is you're setting up a procrastination. Okay, You're just telling yourself, you're telling your brain, oh, just five more minutes in bed. Or I'll just five more minutes, ten more minutes in bed. I'm going to put the day off as long as I can. Okay, and this follows through to the rest of your day. So you you kind of talk to yourself like this. 
uh, if you've got an important project you want doing, you're going to say to yourself, or oh, I'm going to do that next week, or I'll do that next month. So if you've been listening to the previous podcasts, I've done seven so far, and you might be saying, that's a good idea. I'll I'll implement it next week. But then next week comes and you haven't done it. And you'll say to yourself, let's just do it next month, etc., etc. So don't underestimate the, the action of hitting the snooze button. And I used to do this, you know, day in, day out, just hit the snooze button as many times as possible. But really, it sets up bad habits. You just, it sets up procrastination. So a good tip is to try and put your alarm clock out of arm's reach. So swing your legs out of bed, put both feet on the floor, and the motion creates energy and it sets you up, it wakes you up. Okay, so that's just a little tip if you struggle to get out of bed. Because you might be thinking this is just a crazy topic for me to talk about because after after all, this is a, a business school podcast, an optometrist business school podcast, but it's so important. Trust me, we're going to go through the steps and I just want you to try it out and see how it improves your business. Okay, now the next step, drink some water. You might already be doing this and that's great, but during the sleep, you know, we, we become very dehydrated. So you want to rehydrate yourself and that will wake you up. And... There's also been some science that that, have, that has shown if you actually, rather than just throwing the covers back, if you actually you know make the bed, straighten all the covers out, it, it really conditions you to be more focused. So that's what I do. Don't just you know fling the covers off yourself. Just after you've got out of bed, make the bed. Now the next part, this is the bit I enjoy, is you want to, well, prepare. A warm beverage ideally if you're into caffeine like i am i find a nice espresso works very well because you don't want to have too much liquid you don't want to feel too bloated and i find a, a nice little espresso does the job a little bit of caffeine kick and it wakes you up so i have a mocha it's from italy but you can buy them on amazon and they they're a cool little device, gives you a very strong, powerful cup of coffee, or you might have a fancy machine that can give you a nice espresso. But anyway, I prepare the coffee. And while that coffee is being prepared, it has to go on a on the electric hob and it gets heated up. The next important step is to do some push-ups or some sit-ups. Or if you can't do any of them, just simply doing some squats, going down and standing up going down and standing up. The idea is you want to get your, some blood pumping around your body, get some oxygen delivered to your brain. Okay, so have your coffee and then sit down. And this is very important. Please don't put off this next step. You want to start a journal. Now, some of you may have switched off by now, but this is so important. Getting a journal is really powerful. Some people I know write a journal on the computer. There's even apps you can do from the you know the app, Apple store. But the best thing is just a simple pad and paper, paper to ink. And you want to write in a cursive way. So don't be printing. And the reason for that is, again, scientists have shown when we are using our hands and when we're writing cursively, the act of this, this the flowing movement, it lights up the brain. Our brain really likes it. And because we're using our hands, we, we're getting, we're developing the right-hand side of the brain, which as you all know, or, or probably many of you will know, it's the creative side of the brain. And that's why a lot of 
artists have very strong cr creative minds, very strong right parts of the brain because they're, they're using their hands every day. And that when they're painting, they're flowing. And they've found that writing does the same thing. So start a journal and start doing cursive writing. Now, there's, there's certain steps you need to do with the journal. So you don't want to just write any old rubbish. Start off by reflecting on yesterday, on the day before. Write about something that, that perhaps you could have done better. Write about just a nice moment you had. So for example, yesterday I was visiting my, my nephew and he was out playing in the garden and it was just nice seeing him running around with a big smile on his face. He had the hose pipe out and he was watering all the flowers. And so just reflect on that, it's, it brings a nice moment to your day. So reflect on the day before. And we're not talking about writing a, a huge essay. It's literally, this is going to take five or 10 minutes. Now, the next part of the journal, and this is, this is mission critical. You want to write down at least three things that you are grateful for. Okay, so I'm going to tell you uh, a very quick story. Um, one of the things I do in my journal now is I write down how grateful I am for my parents, especially my my mum. So she's always, you know, been there for me. She's a nurse and midwife, and she's worked for nearly fifty years of her life, and and she's retired. And me going to visit her is the highlight of a day. And one Friday afternoon, I'd finished work early, and my mum was expecting me to come, but. I went home and I took some work home with me and I was doing catch up for, from home. And my, my thinking was, oh, I'll visit my mum on Sunday because it was my dad's birthday uh, and we were all going out for, for lunch. But on the Sunday morning, my sister rang me up and said, oh, John, mum has been rushed to hospital. It's, it's quite serious. Uh, you, you need to get there. And... Uh, when I got there, I couldn't find them because it's a huge hospital. I rang my dad and my dad said, oh, John, they, they found out your mum's had a, a, a brain hemorrhage. It's a quite a big bleed on the brain. And that's when I knew it was quite serious. So it, it was a hemorrhagic stroke. Uh, an aneurysm had burst in the brain. And I walked into the emergency room and uh, I saw my mum there and she was just unconscious. And you know, all the family around her and, and that's when it hit home. You should never uh, take things for granted. Okay. Um, and I, I went over, I held her hand and she, she she kind of woke up for a few seconds and she said, hiya, John. And then that's it. And she went back into this you know sub subconscious, unconscious state. Um, and that's how she always used to welcome me she's hiya john and that was kind of the last words i i heard from her in that way now she she pulled through in a way um it was touch and go three months in hospital and to, and to cut a long story short thankfully touch wood my mum is back at home but she's lost the ability to to speak um all the, the words are all mumbled up so just taking for granted ringing your your mum or your friend or your spouse we shouldn't do that. Just write down that you're grateful for being able to talk to them. Just little things. Write down what you're grateful for and never take them for granted. Okay. Uh, again, this is powerful stuff. You might think, well, what's this got to do with optometry? Trust me, it just improves your day and it puts everything into perspective. Okay. Now, after you have 
done the gratitude exercise. And again, it doesn't take long, just two or three things that you're grateful for. Uh, I want you to write down your goals. Okay. Now you probably all have a goal right now and it's it's in your mind and that's great. But there's something really powerful about writing down your goal on onto a piece of paper. It just makes it a lot more real. So write down your goals. You know, they could be financial goals. They could be your business success goals. It could be personal goals. Write them down short term and long term and also put down when they will be achieved. Okay. That's quite a strong point point you want to be writing down like a deadline and that encourages you subconsciously to to act towards achieving these goals now the the last thing on the journal is write down some affirmations now again you might think this is a bit strange and a bit woo woo but successful people do this you know muhammad ali he's famous for saying i am the greatest i am the greatest how many times have you heard him say that so, and he was, he was one of the best boxers of all time, you know, and, and another boxer, Mike Tyson, he used to employ somebody to go around telling him, you're the best, Mike, you're the best. And he would say that to himself. And he was indeed one of the best boxers of all time. So as crazy as it sounds, just write down that you are a successful business owner, a successful optometrist. I know it sounds crazy, but please try it. And, and anything else you want to do, you will lose 28 pounds in weight. Or whatever goal you want to do, write it down as an affirmation. And that's something I did as well. I lost about 28 pounds because I was just working. That's all I did. I was going into my little boxed optometry consulting room. You know, there's no windows in there. It's quite depressing. Uh, I was just showing up for work, coming home, working, and I was putting on weight. I had high blood pressure and through this morning ritual, I've lost 28 pounds. My business is very successful and I'm only working around three days in the practice. The rest of the time, I'm literally spending with my family, I'm exercising, I'm just enjoying life. So please put this this morning ritual into practice. Okay, and then the the next step is, again, it sounds strange, but you just want some quiet time. Okay, just sit back and try and empty your mind. So this is actually quite hard to do because you'll start talking to yourself, you start thinking about lots of different things, but just focus on your breathing. Deep breaths in, deep breaths out, slow everything down. If something does crop up into your mind, just, just acknowledge it, but then let it go. Just keep focusing on on the breathing. Now, once you've done that, and by the way, it's very relaxing. It's something I actually look forward to doing and you don't need to spend too long on that. Um, Just a a few minutes, five minutes. You want to transition into visualizations. Again, you're going to be thinking, oh my goodness, this guy is crazy. He's off his rocker. But no, visualizations, again, very powerful. A lot of the the best athletes in the world do this. So a lot of golfers, successful golfers do this, like Tiger Woods. He, he said he, before every shot, he would visualize how the how it was going to go, how the ball was going to land. You know, athletes on the track and field, they visualize standing on the pole position on the podium. They visualize crossing that finish line first. 
So visualization is very powerful. So again, applying it to your practice, optometry practice, just visualize your optometry practice being successful. Visualize your practice being successful without you being there. So you don't have to be stuck in your test room. Visualize an associate optometrist working there. And it, it could be visualizing what you want the income to be, what your bank balance should be like. It could be visualize your body. If you want to improve your body, visualize how you want it to be. Again, just just humor me on this. Just try it out. Now, don't get me wrong. If that's all you did, sat under a tree and visualized how your life would be, then it, it, it wouldn't work out because you've got to implement you know, that we've done seven podcasts before today and ideally you need to be implementing these. Not necessarily, you know, week in, week out, but at some point take the podcasts that you think you can apply and literally go and apply them. But at the same time, you visualize how you want everything to be. These aren't action and, and visualization aren't mutually exclusive events. They they go hand in hand. Okay. One enhances the other. And then the next part of this, this quiet time is just thinking, actually think, get a, a pad. I call it the think pad. And if any ideas come into your mind, write them down because good ideas are like slippery fish. I find on the morning, once I've gone through this routine, I'm very relaxed, I'm very alert. And often some of my, my best ideas come into my mind and I write them down. It's, it's how a lot of my creative marketing strategies are formed. Just write them down. And so, you know, at the end of the year, you'll probably have lots of good ideas and you don't have to implement them all. But if you just implement one or two, it's better than implementing none. And now the very last part of this morning ritual is some cardiovascular exercise. Okay, again, we're not talking about preparing for a marathon. It's literally five minutes to 30 minutes. Okay, so I talked earlier about just doing some push-ups or sit-ups or some squats. That was just to get the blood flowing, just to wake yourself up. Now, this is to actually try and improve your health a bit more, this next step, the cardiovascular exercise. So it could be just going out for a walk. Um, If you're like me, if you like running, it could be going out for a 20-minute, 30-minute run. What I've actually done, because you know, typically it's really cold in the UK, even in spring and summer, uh, it's it's not exactly warm. Um, I've got this, like an indoor machine. It's called the Bowflex machine. It's quite cool. It's just like an elliptical trainer, uh, like a stepper. And I, I go on that for 15, 20 minutes. Very important in the winter. But you don't have to have a fancy machine. It could be, before the machine, just a skipping rope. I'd go out and just try to do some skipping. <laughs> jumping jacks, you know, anything. You don't need, there should be no excuse to do this morning ritual. Really, just just take action and do it. And this stuff, it really changed my life. So all the marketing strategies, yes, are very powerful, but this really was kind of my secret sauce. It's because running your own business, running your own optometry practice is stressful. You know, Your neck is on the line every single day. It's you have to pay your staff, you have to pay the vendors and the suppliers, you have to look after your patients and it can get quite stressful. And there was a point when I was really stressed and I I admit it now, I didn't really care if, you know, if I lived or if I died, it was, it, it was quite suicidal, it was that bad. So 
please just try this morning ritual. It really it gives you a healthy mind and it gives you a healthy body. Okay. And you know, if just one optometrist who's listening to this right now implements it and acts on it, then I feel my job is done from doing these podcasts. And if you ever want to ask any questions, you know, I'm a real person, a real optometrist, just just email me. If you're not on the email list, then get on it. It's optometristmarketingacademy.com. And I I usually write a weekly or bi-weekly email. And it's not like an automated email. It's me writing it. It's like as if I would write to a friend. So it's real. And if you ever want to just shoot an email back and ask me any questions or jump on the phone me that's fine it's it's just i'm a real person i just want to help out other optometrists who who perhaps going through a stressful time with a business because i know what you're going through so i hope this this podcast has helped you or will help you please try it out for 30 days it's all about getting into the habit of doing it it's all about literally creating a ritual around it okay so next week we will be back to a bit more down to earth marketing strategies but i wanted to put this in early on in the podcast show because it's it's very important like i say it's important for your your mind and to have a healthy body if you are an optometrist because we're stuck in a room with no windows and it can drive you crazy so please try this morning ritual i'm just going to leave you with a, a quote from winston churchill And he said, success is walking from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. Okay, so in other words, just never give up. And believe me, you probably will want to give up at some point, especially if you have your own practice. But please, please don't. You will pull through, keep going, and you will be successful. Okay, so thanks for listening and take care. And I will see you next time. Okay, bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Optometrist Business School podcast. If you want to advance your business education even faster, head over to www.optometristmarketingacademy.com for instant access to reports and online training classes. We will see you again next time for another episode of John Prowse's podcast show. And remember, your best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today.